Hey, when you have health insurance, it's easy to forget about those out-of-pocket costs. Now, that could be a lot of money, but are your medical bills accurate? Now, it's estimated that over 50% of medical bills actually contain errors. Now, HealthLock can help. HealthLock technology securely connects with your insurance and flags any overbilling, wrong codes, or fraud. Now, you can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. Now, to date, HealthLock has helped its members save over $130 million. Check them out online, healthlock.com. Go there today. Hey, what if your home's title, which is the legal document that proves you own your home, is in some criminal's name? Well, that's called home title theft, and criminals all over the world can find your home's title online, and then they'll forge your signature, they'll take out loans against your home, or even worse, sell your home. Now, how do you know some criminal is not taking over the title to your home? You can find out with sign up at HomeTitleLock.com and use the promo code Sean, S-E-A-N. Now, nowadays, 20 bucks barely gets you a burger and fries or maybe a quarter of a tank of gas if you're lucky. You know what it will get you, though? For just $20 a month, you can get unlimited talk and text and plenty of 5G data from my cell phone company, Pure Talk. Make the switch today, and if you do it today, you save an additional 50% off your first month. They use the same 5G network, same cell towers as the big carriers, and most families saving close to $1,000 a month. Just go to puretalk.com slash Sean, that's Sean, S-E-A-N. Make the switch today so you can actually afford that burger and fries. If you want a little bang in your yin-yang, come along. Maine, New Hampshire, America have gone on the mend. They're, on the, they're not on the mend any longer. They're on the move. And we're coming to audit at our challenges from position of strength. I don't paint all of those very wealthy people as racist, anti-Semites, and whatever, Trumpian. But that's how they vote. I think we're going to be in real trouble if we don't get up and deliver then I believe that Democrats are going to lose. Freedom is back in style. Welcome to the revolution. Yeah, we're coming to your city. Gonna play our guitars and sing you a country song. Sean Hannity. The new Sean Hannity Show. More behind-the-scenes information on breaking news and more bold, inspired solutions for America. This is a special edition of The Sean Hannity Show. America trapped behind enemy lines. Day number 255. All right, hour two, Sean Hannity Show. Toll free, 800-941-SEAN. If you want to be a part of the program, uh, our friend Senator Tim Scott, the great state of South Carolina, recently spoke at the Reagan Library reminding people what the American dream is really all about. We don't talk enough about what America's about, the blessings of liberty that we have. You know, we don't talk enough about natural rights. We believe that we're endowed by a creator, that rights come from God, not from government. These are these are profound and deep principles. And the idea that you have life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness, not necessarily guaranteed results, that's going to be based a lot on the decisions you make in life. I know plenty of people that, for example, I would say they have a calling. Every pilot I've ever met, every fireman I've ever met, every military member I've ever met for the most part, every police officer I've ever met, every nurse I've ever met, doctor I've ever met, they all wanted to do these things 
since they were young, or at least many of them, a very high percentage of them. And for them, it's a calling. For other people, they they have a different calling. Senator Tim Scott is with us. Wow, that is that was a powerful speech. I read the whole thing. I was blown away. God bless you, Sean. Thank you for doing so. And I'll say this without any question. Ours is the greatest nation on earth with no ceiling over your head unless you set it for yourself. Gone are the days when someone else decides how far you go, how long you drive. You decide how far you go. You decide what you drive in, where you drive, and in America, all things are possible. How does it feel? And I remember our friend Deneen uh, Borelli, who wrote the book Blacklash, in the beginning of the book, she says, just Google my name. And you Google it, and she's an African-American, and she's called every atrocious, ugly, despicable, evil name that you can think of just because she's African-American and conservative. You've been through the same thing. How does that impact you? Well, it's a miserable experience at times, but the one thing you have to realize is that the thing the left, the progressives are fearful of, afraid of, is when women and minorities see the light of conservatism in politics. There's no question that when you understand that this country affords you the ability and the opportunity to live the life of your dreams, that is dangerous to the left. The left believe that somehow, some way, someone from central casting in Washington, D.C. will make the decisions for your life better than you can do for yourself. The, the Democrats, Sean, hate empowerment. They hate individual opportunity and responsibility. And most of all, the greatest minority in the country is the individual. They do not want to see the individual free to decide their own direction, their own destination. And our party, the party of conservatism, sets the captive free so that you pursue your God-given rights and your God-given disposition towards a passion, towards a mission. I had the um, the wonderful opportunity not that long ago, uh, as you know, to meet your, your mother and your sister and your pastor. I met all three of them. And I got to know a lot about you, your, you and your background and your family and your life and your faith. And uh, first, tell us more about your your mom and your life growing up. Things were not particularly easy for you the whole time. Tell everybody. Well, Sean, yeah, thank you so much for joining us, and we had a great time with you. My mother left. Uh, she was already a fan. She's a bigger fan without any question of yours. But the truth is that growing up here in the South, uh, times were hard. Single-parent household. My mother worked 16 hours a day, three days a week, eight hours a day the other two days, just as a nurse's aide, changing bedpans and flipping patients. But she believed in the dignity of work that everybody should do all they can before asking for a handout. And it was one of the ways that she kept us off of welfare was by going the extra mile so that both of her boys would have the example 
of work at home. And because of her hard work, her dedication, and her discipline, she literally sometimes had to remind me that love comes at the end of a switch. <laughs> Wait a minute. Uh, if you really want to work. tell the truth here, because we're, we're being blunt and honest, yes. and I got the same thing on my end, except I didn't get a switch. I got the belt. Ooh. I don't know what's worse. I think they're both pretty, probably equally bad. And I de and in truth, I deserved it. I was incorrigible. I Absolutely. Was all, I, I listened to nobody when I was growing up. I just did whatever the heck I wanted and somehow, you know, God, you know, got beaten into me and, and, and finally stuck. Um, but, it. you know, so your mom was not easy on you. Not she had all. no problem taking out that switch and saying and correcting you. Spare the rod, spoil the child, if you will. By the way, if you got do it. it today, your kids will call uh, family children services and you'll get arrested. But, exactly. you know, a little different time. Very different time. And the truth is, so Sean, your mom and your experience is so much like mine. One of the things I try to talk about in the Reagan Library speech is that within three generations, we've all gone through hard times and misery that tragedy seems to always precede triumph. Your life story, my life story, they have that similar tone that we had to work our way up. But that's the beauty of America. The vast majority of the wealthiest people in this country come from a middle class or even lower. This is a country of opportunity. It's a country where you can aspire to be whatever you want to be, not just wake up one day, but go to work one day, and then the manifestation comes in the future. I want to read a little more from your speech at the Reagan Library. I will continue to proclaim boldly this truth from every mountaintop, and then I'll do so from the deepest valley. I will do it in the boardroom, but I'll also do it in the classroom. I'll do it in the auditorium surrounded by friends and the inner city church surrounded by skeptics. I believe it because I lived it and I've lived the original dream. I have held the truth, the unalienable truth that all men and women are created equal, endowed by their creator with the right to be free. I'm not merely a believer in the principles of conservatism. I'm an eyewitness. I bear testimony that America can do for you what it has done for me. So if it's a time for choosing, that is what I have chosen. Obviously, you're referring to one of Reagan's famous speeches and the power, the life changing power of freedom and hope and opportunity. Will you choose it with me? Will you join as a messenger of hope, a missionary of the power of ideas that can change our nation again? Because I will. And then you said, God bless these United States of America. Um, I think we're raising a generation of people. Uh, look at the Green New Deal. You got guaranteed government job, guaranteed government minimum wage, guaranteed government uh, salary or whatever that happens to be, guaranteed health care, uh, guaranteed government healthy food, free college, you know, take from one group of people, give to the other group of people. Um that's not what life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness is about. That, that, that's not what capitalism, liberty, and freedom are all about, is it? See, at that point, then government becomes authoritarian, and they decide, you know, what, what the cap is on people's destinies or, or what their callings might be. I don't want the government telling me what I can and cannot do or taking what I've worked for and giving it to this one, that one, or the other one. And, and I believe in being generous and giving back. 
Sean, you said it so well, it's hard for me to say anything to what you said except for amen. But if I had to say something, I would say without any question, the GBI, the, gov the government's basic income, they cap you at $1,000 in Los Angeles. But in America, there is no cap on a guaranteed basic income because you determine where your income stops. What we know is that with this current collectivist mentality, the truth is inflation is the result or the consequence of the Democrats' controlling your money, trying to make government your God, and giving you what you deserve, which is always less than you can earn on your own. And what we believe as conservatives is that given the opportunity to strive and to succeed, there is no basic income that will be guaranteed by the government because it will always be too low. Inflation, when it's the Democrats' time, will always be too high. Income always too low when the Democrats are in charge because we believe that the market, the free market, capitalism, free enterprise, always outpaces the left, and we've proven it. 2016 to 2020, John, 2016 to 2020, we had the most inclusive economy in the history of the country, creating 7 million jobs with every American demographic doing better. The lowest 25% of earners earn more money faster than the top 25%. This is what you call a conservative agenda that actually produces results. And what has Biden done? Gas has gone from $1.99 a gallon in South Carolina when President Trump was still in office to almost $4 a gallon today. Yeah, you're lucky you're not in New York. I'm at four eighty-seven a gallon. Oh. And I mean, it's painful. Painful, especially for it, people working paycheck to paycheck. Well, I mean, the, the people that are being hurt the most are the people that Democrats claim to have a monopoly of compassion for, the poor and the middle class, the people that did well under Donald Trump. He set record low unemployment for every demographic, African-Americans, Hispanic-Americans, Asian-Americans, women in the workplace, youth unemployment, and African-American youth unemployment. Excuse me, I'll take the policies that work with a few mean tweets over a president that doesn't have any clue that today is Tuesday and whose policies are an utter disaster. I hear that all over South Carolina. One of the best places for a conservative to do a town hall is at a gas pump. Literally, any <laughs> gas station in South Carolina and across the country is a place where our party should have a town hall meeting because we know Biden literally did that. It's You know, did you hear about the guy that got arrested for putting the sign up for that on on a gas pump? They arrested they arrested this poor guy because he put amazing. up I caused that. Quick break, right back, more with Senator Tim Scott, great state, South Carolina, as we continue, then your calls eight hundred nine four one Sean. show the mainstream media loves to hate. This is the Sean Hannity Show. All right, as we continue with South Carolina Senator, who's up for re-election this year, our friend Senator Tim Scott is with us. You know, you think of something as simple and as fundamental. So well, Joe Biden's willing to negotiate with the mullahs of Iran. He's importing, he imported a million barrels of oil from Iran last year. We hadn't done that since 1991. Up till recently, importing, you know, all this energy from Russia. 
uh, begging OPEC to increase production, trying to do an Iranian deal that would include importing more oil and making the mullahs rich again, uh, sending an emissary or group of emissaries, a group of people to Venezuela to talk to that murdering dictator thug. And we've got more energy in this country that would that literally would keep us self-sufficient, the masters of our own destiny for 200 plus years. Exactly. And the truth is, anytime you go from one dictator to another dictator, you are not protecting our national security. We all know now more than ever before that energy independence is indeed a part of our national security apparatus. When you deny one, you deny the other. We have to get the permits and we have to finish the approval process for the Keystone XL pipeline. President Biden has been disgraceful on our energy resources, and we are paying the higher price because of it. 900,000 barrels of oil we'd be would be coming straight from Canada into this country now, according to the Alberta premier. Your pastor said something about you that was interesting to me. You you thought at one point in your life you were going to be a minister. And he he actually graded you. I think he said you were like a seven or an eight. You could easily be a nine or a ten in terms of being a pastor and a preacher. But he said, no, you shouldn't do that. That's not where your calling is. And he said this to you right after you lost the congressional election, the only election you ever lost in your life. And by the way, you're going to win running away this year. You're up for reelection in South Carolina. And of course, we're supporting your your reelection. We need people like you. Um, I thought that was pretty profound. If you're that good a preacher, but he said that's not your calling, that's a pretty bold statement. Well, John, it was a devastating statement when I heard it. No doubt about it. <laughs> having, having a lost race uh, for the state Senate and uh, looking at no future in politics and thinking to myself that I wanted to be a minister earlier in life when I finished when I was in college and then having another opportunity to go into it. And my pastor listened to me preach and gave me a wonderful opportunity. And he said with clarity, uh, you're called to allow your faith to be operated in politics and not through the pulpit, and I was devastated, but I thank God 25 years later uh, how right he was uh, earlier well, I'm going to make a prediction that you're going to combine the two of them in some way, and um, I-, I thought the speech you gave was one of the best I'd ever heard anybody give at the Reagan Library, and that's saying a lot. Um, well, extraordinarily so well done. I thoroughly enjoyed it. I appreciate you being one of the kinds of uh, truth tellers that advocates on behalf of the American people, on behalf of the individual. Anyone who knows your story knows that hard work and integrity pays off, that you have to be tenacious. And that's a message for people, no matter what you look like, no matter your gender, no matter your income, no matter your education. In America, you get to determine your future. What a blessing. A blessing. I hope people hear you. We've got to get we've got to we've got to shift the mindset of kids today because they're being indoctrinated into believing that uh, that the government will take care of their every need. No, they won't. They no, just they won't. Uh, anyway, Senator Tim Scott of South Carolina, uh, you are up for reelection this year. We strongly in- endorse your reelection, although you really don't need our help because the Always people of South help. Carolina already know what a great job you're doing. Senator Tim Scott, great state of South Carolina. Thank you, sir, for joining us. More of the best of the Sean Hannity Show coming up. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, 
offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Comics writer and notorious Scott Summers hater, Rosie Knight. Well, hello, Emmy-winning podcaster and totally unbiased Targaryen royal supporter, Jason Concepcion. Rosie, somehow the X-Ray Vision podcast has returned. It feels so good. It does. And like always, we'll be here every week covering the wide world of TV, movies, comics, and geek culture. That's right. We'll be talking about Batman, heroes of that stature, and of course... We'll be inviting our friends in the industry to come geek out with us and share stories. We'll hear from TV writers, from actors, comics creators, pop culture critics, and more. Nothing is off the table because geek culture is pop culture. And we can't wait to share our love of it all with you every single week. Listen to X-Ray Vision on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. The stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening. You are listening to the best of the Sean Hannity Show. He never stops working for the good of the country. Sean Hannity with behind-the-scenes information on today's breaking news. Hannity is on right now. All right, 25 till the top of the hour, 800-941-SEAN. Our number, we'll get to your calls here in just a second. I told you yesterday, we have these 10 Democrats now, most of them up for re-election, uh, people that never said a word during last year's record surge of illegal immigrants into the country. They, they didn't lift a finger. They didn't say a word. They're not outspoken. They're doing it. It's an election year conversion. The minute they get back to Washington, they're going to go right back to repealing Title 42 and allowing as much illegal immigration as possible. Now, all of a sudden, Joe has second thoughts about rescinding Title 42. Anyway, here's what he said. No, what I'm considering is continuing to hear from my uh, my uh, first of all, there's going to be an appeal by the Justice Department, because as a matter of principle, we want to be able to be in a position where if, in fact, it is strongly concluded by the scientists that we need Title 42, that we'd be able to do that. But there has been no decision on extending Title 42. Does anybody know what the hell this guy ever says? Because I have a hard time following the bouncing insane ball of that is all things Joe Biden. It's just pretty unbelievable. Anyway, I think I I think a big part of it, if I may, just for a moment. You know, it it was really scary because he literally was answering a question that wasn't asked. He thinks Title 42 has something to do with the masks. He's referring to scientists that are going to talk about our border because he has no idea what Title 42 is because he wasn't supposed to take questions and there was no Easter bunny to get between him and the press in the middle of this commentary that he gave on Ukraine, which was a whole bunch of nothing. So it's just, I mean, it's absolutely shocking. But I think in more important news today, 
and I know this is not something that you want to talk about, but oh, no. you're breaking you're you're breaking a record today, boss. And I mean, you know, you didn't want to celebrate how long you've been on radio well, and hang TV. On. I didn't do the show yet. <clears throat> I have to do the show tonight to break the record. Oh, please. Yeah. Are are you calling out tonight? Because that never no, happens. I'm going to be in tonight. I'll be there. All right then. So yeah. ju- let's just be preemptive about it and say, as of tonight, you are breaking a major record. You will be the longest running cable news show in American history, now Actually, beating be the legendary Larry King. Very the specific. longest primetime uh, cable news host in the history of cable news. Primetime. Oh, like, Neil Cavuto's been doing this longer than me. He was at um, CNBC, but he's not in primetime. And I, and I congratulate him. We don't agree necessarily on all politics, but as a person, I love the guy. He's a great guy. But I also um, think one of the things that we should mention, and I know that you don't want to oh, mention boy. this, but not only are you getting this coveted and amazing, um, you know, marker in your professional history well, here in milestone. your career <laughs> milestone sure yeah. okay i'm calling it a marker because i think you got many more miles to go but you know i think I you're you know you're you're number one you're not just i mean 13 years running number one in this prime time slot that's insane Listen, i mean it really I, is I, the let, pressure let is insane little, you can ask as many questions as you want let me be a little serious for one minute you know is that song by tim mcgraw i'm sure you've always be humble and kind and you know, always be humble and true and all of that, you know, open doors and say thank you and and all the all the things that we should all do to each other to, to make the world a better place. Anyway, I the first thing is when they told me this, that it was approaching, I said, no, 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 that can't be. I, I'm like, because I feel like I started yesterday and I'm, I'm I really feel that way. I don't feel feel like I set a record of, of any any kind. And I said, you guys really need to go back and check that. I, I doubt that's right. And they went back and they checked and then double checked and triple checked. And they came back. No, you're the you will be the longest running primetime cable news host in the history of cable news. And I didn't, I just don't know really what to think about it, except I feel a, a great sense of humility about it, gratefulness for it, appreciation of it. Uh, the more I do it, the more I know how blessed I am to be able to do it. And that's radio and TV every day. And I know that I, I I don't take myself seriously. I take the job seriously. I don't care what my critics think. I do this show to serve the American people that are underserved. I mean, w- without talk radio and without Fox, I'm t- I, I, I don't know what the state of the country would be. I think people have finally figured out Joe's a cognitive mess because we started talking about it in 2020. It's t- it takes a long time for things to resonate out. And Joe kept screwing up. That kind of helped. Well, and you were badgered for it too. I mean, you were bad. You were badgered for supporting Trump. Oh yeah, you were, ba- you were you were badgered for your commentary. I can remember the Reverend Wright days of Obama when we were doing all that research and people saying you can't talk about this. You can't talk about you know Trinity Church and black theology and Obama's black you know theology. I yeah. mean, and it, it was and Dorn and my and God and that conversation and, with Stephanopoulos, you know, I mean, and going into the tunnels, you know, on the Gaza Strip and, and taking the helicopter rides, you know, with the prime minister of Israel or being in Vietnam or Singapore and, and interviewing President Trump at the Russia summit, being in Finland. I mean, real historical moments that when you go back and you say, you know, you want to bash somebody or attack somebody, you have to take a moment. And I think what's interesting in the Forbes article is there's a lot of liberals watching your show. A lot more liberals than are, I mean, self-identified, I am a liberal watching this show. It's interesting because it's more than watch MSDNC or CNN. Look, I I can only say this is, you know, I've never been in in better shape in terms of physical strength in my life. 
Um, I dedicate an hour and a half a day to mixed martial arts. And, you know, I'm, when we've taken it to a real whole new level. And, you know, I, I, I just feel like I've just gotten started. That may sound strange when you're telling me that I, I broke this record, that I might be thinking about winding down as as long as this audience and, and Fox's audience uh, allows me, uh, I'm going to keep pounding away because I don't feel like my job is done. I got a Not lot only to should go. you keep pounding away, but I think that, you know, one of the things that you realize, you know, because, you know, with my grandmother always used to say this, God rest her soul, and man, was she right, you know, youth is wasted on the young. And I think one of the things we realize as we get older and we're more seasoned, you know, you've got a better temperament, you know, you're keeping yourself healthier, you're eating healthier, you're doing things smarter. And it's one of those things where now you can say, I've got the experience, I know how to do this better, and I am still strong, and I am still in this game. And by the way, I'm beating all of you at it. And you know, you would never say that, so I'll say it for you. Because everybody out there wants to be a hater and they think it's so easy and they can do it better and they can do it smarter or that you should say this or you should attack this one. It's like you have no idea the amount of work that goes into doing a three-hour radio show, a one-hour TV news show every single night and the amount people of research and sources the, that we need. And, and people got mad when I, get mad when I say that I'm, I'm like a, a Marine in terms, in terms of my regiment. I'm not comparing myself to a Marine. I'm saying that I am very disciplined. I get up, I work out, I cook my breakfast, usually onions, spinach, and egg whites, and then I'm off to the races, and it's nonstop but People need to get day. a life. I mean, it's like you're so outraged by everything. Don't you have anything better to do? Do you have anything better to do to be outraged over every word you're parsing? Every get over it, you know. What time of the we day bigger do you get texts from me about news stories and ideas? What time? There is no, there is no time of the day where that stops. And there's a special <laughs> sound true. for you, which my son, <laughs> my son calls it the Star Wars sound, which is hysterical. But I have right. a special ringtone and text tone for you, and it's like, you so know, just it's just when I said so, there are days that's like three in the morning, and it's going off like a like a no, crazy it's all person. the time. You're the only person I have. On my phone that I don't put on silent. It's the <laughs> only person. Well, and sometimes it's really annoying. That we have to deal with some whatever crap of the day, you know, that we're yeah. dealing with. And then I get really fun texts from you. Hello. Yes. Hello. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, I'm, uh, I'm famous for those. In yeah, all well, seriousness, I, boss, I, I congratulations to you. No, wait, well, let me say you. this to you because you, you suck at taking compliments. So I'm just going to force I'm my way through. I'm going to do up. a Sean Hannity and talk over you until I get my point out, which is... Congratulations. This is a huge mile marker, milestone achievement. Um, you know, you actually interviewed Larry King a few times, and I think that he would be happy to pass this baton to you. And uh, I think it's really amazing. So congrats. I, don't I think wish CNN you many, many Plus more. is going to make uh, make it to this point. Let me say this. should have been thing. CNN minus. That would have been good. Nobody expected this. These, these two crazy radio guys, Hannity and, and my friend Alan Combs, who passed away, you know, whatever succeed at this uh, i remember when i started i was like well maybe i'll get three years out of this gig before they figure out that they should fire me and um it's a blessing every day i'm grateful to alan he died way too young he was the real deal he was he was woke before woke i mean but he everything he really was he said he really believed in and had a great sense of humor was a great guy and he's missed but you know that's actually one of the things in the article that you said um and I think it's, it bears repeating is you have to actually believe and mean what you're saying. You know, one of the things that we're missing today is this echo chamber of just mantras and nonsense and nobody actually knows what they're saying. And so when you sit down and have a conversation with someone like, you know, why do you think that? Or why do you believe that? Or why are you saying that? 
And then you have like, you know, a half an hour of answers. And then you say to somebody in, you know, in the woke movement, well, why do you feel that this person is whatever they're calling them? And they're like, uh, I don't know. I saw it on Instagram and um, I heard everybody was getting together here. So I got a sign and put on a shirt and showed up. I mean, there's absolutely well, no depth to their argument, but to yours, there's pages of it, you know, and you have a real background to what you're saying. So kudos to you we, for we doing it. Listen, I'm also grateful. I have the best radio staff in the history of radio uh, between you and sweet baby James. And I, I can't mention everybody. I'll forget people. And the same with TV. I have the best TV staff in, in that I could ever imagine. You're friends with all of them. And we all They're work They're great people. It's an awesome, we, awesome team. We have a, a text message, you know, six-way text that everybody gets the crazy text messages from me at all hours of the day and night. But really, it's the audience that we're out there serving. And um, I honestly, I I don't feel any different than I did day one. I just, I, if anything, I'm working harder than I've ever worked. I would and say I'm not we are. saying that to pat myself on the back. It's just I feel a sense of urgency that I've never felt before for the country. And well, yeah. this is not contrived. What you're referring to in the article is what I refer to is actually captured really well by Howard Stern. And by the way, what has happened to poor Howard? I mean, he's oh, forget he's, about it. It's over. It's, it's so sad to me as I've grown up listening to him. He's 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 kind of he's covid freaked out, uh, wants to take away everyone's freedom. Imagine the king of free speech wants to take away freedom. But F your freedom. Um, but putting that aside, he had a scene in private parts where. He was starting in radio stations. You start out in, all right, now a check of today's weather, hazy, hot, and humid, chance of late afternoon thunderstorms. Uh, high right now is 72 degrees, going to a super high of 89 right here on WWW. Try to do that. And the, the thing that has happened over time that has to evolve over time because you don't know what the hell you're doing when you start this at the, in these businesses and industries. You can't teach it. Uh, you have to start doing it. It's not something you're going to learn in college. Oh, I'm going to start my own syndicated radio show. Good luck with that. It's that once you become your authentic self to the extent you can be your real authentic self and talk about the things that really energize you, motivate you, inspire you that you want to talk about and and give your unique take on it is I think when you start to do the best work you're possible, you're capable of. And that takes a while for any host. And um, everybody has their own unique style. And I don't know. I'm just very grateful. I'm thankful to my staff and to everybody who's ever played a part in either of these shows. I'm very grateful to all of them. I couldn't have done this without everybody. And, you know, I'll be honest. I mean, I got a lot of good years of me. Um, well, I'm, we're going to be watching uh, tonight. We're going to have is. we're going to have Unless a clock lightning on. strikes me before tonight. But go ahead. there's going to be no lightning. Uh, there's going to be nothing. <laughs> Everything's going to be fine. And uh, at 10 o'clock tonight, it'll be official. And we're just really proud of you. We're really happy for you. And congratulations. You certainly I'm very grateful it. to everybody. And I also am most grateful to the audience, because without you, I can't do this show. You have the ability to fire me. If you if you told me when I started in radio and, you know, my first paid gig uh didn't happen until 1990 i started in 1987 i i that i would be this fortunate blessed um i wouldn't have believed it i've been extraordinarily fortunate and as much as i i've had the best radio and tv partners one could ever want in life um people that just literally support uh, who I am and let me be myself. And, you know, I, I'm never told by by anybody at Fox or on radio what to say and what not to say, what to do, what not to do. I mean, they they kind of 
they they recognize that that I've got to be who I am. And I, I've just had the best partners in, in both television and radio, along with the best staffs ever in radio and TV, those past and present that work for me. Some have gone to do, gone on to do many great things. And again, it's you know I'm just grateful. Everything has been a great blessing. I thank God that I've had the opportunity to do this every day. I've been blessed to do this every day, and I'm very grateful. And uh, here's to hopefully many more years to come, God willing. Quick break. Right back. We'll continue on the other side. And again, thank all of you. up is next you do not want to miss it and stay tuned for the final hour free for all on the sean hannity show now we have predictions that gasoline nationwide now over four dollars a gallon in every state will be over six dollars a gallon in every state by august we have a baby formula shortage with the United States of America and Joe Biden and his administration's answer is go to your OBGYN doctor and see if they have any samples in their office. This is not something that you can fix quickly unless you you, you build up something equivalent to Operation Warp Speed for baby formula. If you do that, then guess what? Uh, some kids, by the way, reports are that they've been taken to the hospital because they don't have the baby formula. Infants need either breast milk or baby formula. I know that much. I didn't know. I learned this week. I had no idea. But according to a Biden administration official, men can officially get pregnant, carry a child and abort a child. Didn't know that either. Learning all sorts of new things from the Biden administration, things that, frankly, I never thought I'd even discuss in my lifetime. Hello, acclaimed comics writer and notorious Scott Summers hater, Rosie Knight. Well, hello, Emmy-winning podcaster and totally unbiased Targaryen royal supporter, Jason Concepcion. Somehow the X-Ray Vision podcast has returned. And like always, we'll be here every week. You'll hear from TV writers, actors, comics creators, pop culture critics. Nothing is off the table. Listen to X-Ray Vision on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie. Because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to More Than a Movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how to get comfortable with fear and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. People say, what are you afraid of, right? I'm afraid of fear because it's like I want to confront anything in my life that feels challenging on those levels. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. 